already. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode here in the Fashion Matrix. This is your boy Pablo Rivera Espinosa de los Monteros. And uh, for those that know me, you know that I never bring just random people to the show, right? I always bring people that I admire. I always bring people that inspire me in some way, shape or form. And also because this is the Fashion Matrix, you may think that this is just about fashion. You may think that this is just about style and image, but just listen to the word, the Matrix. I'm all about getting outside the matrix, those people that have made it, that for some reason have something else in life, like they're, they're outside of the matrix and they can, they can perceive life from a different filter. So without any further ado, for today's podcast, I wanted to bring a good friend that I actually just met and I cannot yeah. fucking believe that we became friends. We had an instant rapport and connection. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to bring my brother, Peter Jumbrovkovsky. Did I say that right? You said it amazing, yeah, and and thank you, brother. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so crazy. We met like three times now, I think, but it feels yeah. like I I known you for a long time. You feel like a brother to me, and it it's kind of weird. I don't know why, but it feels awesome to hang hang out with you. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's crazy, huh? It's crazy. You invited me. You were uh, gracious enough to invite me to your podcast. It was amazing, right in Santa Monica, before all this craziness. Yeah. happened right and it was really amazing i really enjoyed it man it was crazy yeah so how's how's mexico city now are you doing good well, i'm drinking on my own man <laughs> that's uh, what I'm wow. Is, yeah. what's that tequila or whiskey no, or? it's a scott it's a bourbon actually it's a jack oh. Daniels. so cheers man <laughs> it's a good day to start the weekend cheers yeah, shit, yeah. well <laughs> here in mexico city it's a little bit crazier uh, no, not crazier. It's less crazier than in America, right? It's, it's yeah. you know, Latin Americans really don't give a fuck, <laughs> which yeah. is a bad thing. I mean, I'm not proud of it, but they are not paying attention. You're not supposed to go outside as well, but people really don't care. And of course, you know, you can understand that this is a third world country. So some people can't stay home. So it's a, it's a little bit crazy, man. But how, how is what's going on over there, man? How are you? How's your family? What's been going on with your business over there because of this coronavirus? I mean, it, I mean it's good. I'm, it, I think it's, a, it's all a mindset thing. We're being, in a way, all of this is happening and it's real and I'm, I'm fearful. But there's always shit going on. There's always things to, to fear. So, I mean... I'm just trying to stay as normal as possible and and work on my my mindset. Yeah, awesome. I'm glad that you that, that you mentioned that the mindset. Okay, so maybe I want you to introduce for the audience that listens to this podcast. All right, I want maybe give a little background. Yeah. Uh, on, on on I know that you're a very successful successful entrepreneur. I would I would see you as an entrepreneur because you're in different things. And I don't know how you made it, but you've been surrounding yourself with the top of the top of the top. And now I, I see you like that, just out of your, your image. You know, I'm an image consultant, right? Guy? Yeah. And I see your image online and I'm like, damn, this, <laughs> this motherfucker is actually making it. <laughs> like you're, you're doing something <laughs> phenomenal and you're surrounded by the top, by top entrepreneurs, top performance. And I, I'm amazed by that. So I want you to give a little background for the people that are listening to us, man. Yeah, so I grew up in Sweden. I was born in Sweden. I, my origin, I'm Macedonian. My father emigrated when he was 19 years old uh, to Sweden. And uh, 
So I grew up there. I was, uh, as been, I'm a martial artist. I've dedicated my life to karate. Uh, I was a world medalist. Now uh, I'm trying to give back in different ways. And how do I do that? I, I do that by helping people. And how do I help people? I do that through my podcast. Uh, I've written a couple of books. And I also work in, in real estate. So I try to help people in different ways yeah. and um, show that it's not about how you look. It's not about who you have been. It's not about where you're from and how you have looked. It's about where do you want to go and, and are you willing to, to do the work? Man, I love it. That, that's what's up. Yes, exactly. It's not about all these superficial things. And I think, I don't know about you, man, but I don't know the people are noticing even more right now with, because of this, uh, the coronavirus, the crisis and all of these things. I think people are realizing that what's most important is the mindset, which, which, which you just brought it, right? It's the mindset is where you want to go after all of these things has happened. It's, it's done. I think, I think that's something that not everyone has, man. And I see that in you. So, of course, I want to have a couple of, I have a couple of questions. I also want to mention, of course, your podcast. Everyone should listen to your podcast. I love success podcast. And I also want to mention some things of your book. But again, I'll go back and forth. The first thing that popped into my mind, man, is, I don't know about you, but I want to know, what do you think when it comes to people having it or not having it? Because the way I see it, and because of your book, I see that you can teach it, right? Yeah. You don't have to be Einstein or a fucking genius or, or being born in America even to become a super successful in all areas of life, like you mentioned in your book, which we'll mention, uh, uh, we will cover that uh, as we progress in the podcast. But I want to know your mindset when, when, when it comes to this. Is it something that you are born with or is it something that you can develop or because not everyone has it, right? Not, not, not everyone is born with this out of the matrix uh, perspective. I mean, listen, first of all, we, we have to acknowledge that where you born is going to affect a lot of the results in your life. You know, uh, where, where, who your, your parents are and how, how many people, you know, that's going to affect a lot of things in your life. But once you know that, you got you to gotta make a decision for yourself. Like th there might be somebody listening to this that are from a small village in Macedonia now and have a big goal and dream. And listen, in Macedonia, a monthly, a monthly salary is about $100 to $200. And if I yeah. tell, if, if he says, like, I, wanna, I want a Lamborghini, wow, that's amazing. Can he do it? Yes. But the first step to do it, he has to get out of Macedonia, right? Otherwise, it's almost impossible. Uh, and then we have people that are born with a Lamborghini. And that's a different thing. Where do they want to go? So I would say truth of the matter is that what really happens is how much can you grow in your mind? Like mm -hmm. how much can you grow as a human being? Because we see it even in the even in the poorer community, there's always someone that is the boss, right? Yeah. Uh, there's always someone who has a cool business in the measure of that community. True. Yeah. So I think it's we can all reach certain levels, but we also have to realize that hey, if you're listening to this, you you're you're fucking lucky. You can probably go very far, but 
the, the, the real journey is in your mind. Like even if you, if you accomplish everything on the outer world, like let's say I, I get, you said I'm, I'm around these amazing people. Yeah. yeah. One of the biggest reasons is because I'm in LA, right? If I would have been in another city, in a small city in Macedonia, maybe my podcast would be with, with the best farmer in that village, <laughs> which, yeah. which could be cool in a way. It's nothing bad with that, but lo- location, location is also important. And, and where you, like, how, how, how good, like, I can tell everyone, you can do anything. And then someone's listening and they, they, don't have, they don't have a dad. And you grew up without a dad, so, so, so you know, like, I don't have a, a role model. Okay, what do you need to do then? You, you need to go out and get that role model and grow in your mind. So I don't, I don't want to tell everybody you can do anything, you can be anything, because the truth of the matter is you can, you can be the best version of yourself and you can do the best with the situation you have because that's everything. Because I see people that have everything outerly in the world but they they're not happy and then i've been to my the happiest man in my life is my grandfather he had two cows and a little house (laughs) that's awesome the happiest man i met (laughs) honestly that's awesome (laughs) he was successful in his means yeah that's that's a great question too man i always ask this this question to the people that i bring into the podcast what does success mean to you what is success yeah, that's what, what I'm working on, trying to redefine and okay. I meet with people like yourself to, to, to rediscover that. And Beautiful. Yeah. I think uh, the best definition I've heard so far is by Tom Bilyeu. And he's like, he said, success is if, do you like yourself when you're with yourself? Like, hmm. how do you like yourself when you're with yourself? And also I would like to add, are you doing the things that you want in your way when you want it mm-hmm. like are, are you in control of your life and with that being in control if, of your life is saying to yourself hey i want to have a business and i want to run it this way and i want to help people in this way which is really hard because there's always going to be somebody that you're collaborating with right so, so so how do you how do you get there it's a journey, right? Well, how do you get there by listening to this, by reading your book, right? I, I, you know, the people that ask me that, and probably the people that ask you the same question, we always say, well, not necessarily study me, but get around people that have done it, that walk, they walk their talk. And I know that you're one of those real motherfuckers. That's why I, I like hanging out with you or, or, or bringing you to the podcast, man. Because, you know, I want to I wanna take the conversation to a different place. Let's go further, back further so that you can talk through the way that you grow up and all of these things. Because yeah. I remember the, fir- the first time I met you, well, we, you, I did a podcast with Brian and then you did a podcast with Brian. Yeah. That was the first time we met, right? And it was amazing. Immediately, I started hearing you. I was like, oh, okay, you know, this, this guy knows his shit. All right, cool. I didn't pay much attention. Like, okay, cool, whatever. It's a cool guy. Then we did a, an event in Las Vegas and I was there and I listened to you. I paid attention. I did the exercises and I was like, damn, man, this guy, I, I, I related with a lot of the stuff that you were talking about. Yeah. So I wanted to, I mean, I want you to talk, talk a little bit about your upbringing because I know that you went through a lot of insecurity as well as I did. And 
a lot of people that listen to me because I'm an image consultant, they, they also go through this, man, that, you know, they want to, maybe that they have that thrive, that, that, that passion within them, they have that fire, but they are lacking that confidence. They're like, oh, I'm insecure, maybe because of the surroundings, maybe because they are in Mexico, man, I have to say, I'm the first guy, I'm also making my moves, I, that's why I'm also all the time in America, because, yeah, it's a whole different game, but, I mean, maybe they can relate to your story and maybe you can give us a couple of advice, man, or something like that. Yeah, of course. I mean, when I, when I grew up, uh, I was uh, overweight. I wouldn't say I, was, I wasn't the, the, the fattest kid and I wasn't the most bullied kid, yeah. but I, I, still ha I was still overweight and I was short. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I didn't have the confidence that I wanted, especially growing up. And I remember like everything shifted to me when I was in Macedonia one summer and I was in my, my grandfather's lap. This is my father's father. The other guy I told you about who had two cows and, and a house with his wife, that's my mother's father. Oh, this was my father's father, which is also a great guy, but he's more of a business guy and uh, more entrepreneurial in that sense. And he, I was sitting in his lap and I don't, I don't recall, I was probably maybe 10, 11, something, 12. Mm -hmm. And he was grabbing my, my belly and says like, why are you so fat? <laughs> Savage, man. <laughs> yeah, fuck man. And tr truly, honestly, he, he didn't mean anything bad, no, I don't think but so. it really hurt me. And, uh, it hurt me so bad that, it, but it also gave me a fire, you know, mm. a fire to start training more. I wanted to lose weight now, but when you're 11 and stop eating and training too much, it's yeah. almost like a, I had some type of small eating disorder uh, and I didn't tell anybody about it, but I, I became really, really skinny. And then uh, the school called my parents and said, aren't you feeding your kid? <laughs> because he's not, and I was short too. Damn. So they were like, what's going on with this kid? Nobody's feeding him. But yeah. under the surface, I've never told, I never told my parents that my grandfather said that or mm -hmm. that it really hurt me because I don't know. I don't know why. I, if I would have said it, my parents would probably said he didn't mean anything. And, but for me, I took that at heart. So I became super skinny, but now I was short too, man. So I was short as, as skinny and I kind of, and then I became, I think I became 13 or 14, started high school and everybody started drinking and smoking and I didn't want to do that. I don't know why I had my martial arts. So I, I think I had the, that kind of that code. I wanted to be trained and be strong. Beautiful. Um, and I, I, I I remember how hard that was. Uh, and even one time, I don't know if I, I told you this, but one time or several times, everybody was going out on Friday, you know, the school dances and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know where my, I was brave. I, I went there all by myself. My parents said, I, where are you going? I'm going to this disco uh, with my friends. I lied. And then I rode my bicycle there. And for me, it's different if you were the cool guy that could walk in by yourself and didn't give a fuck. But for yeah. me, it was like, I was super insecure and I, I walked in there by myself and I really didn't 
I knew pe the people there, but the, when I came in, they were like, who are you here with? And I lied. Yeah, my friends are coming, you know, yeah. but really, and I tried to be cool, you know, to be able to hang out with, with those people. Yeah. But it was, Fucked I remember up, that man. night. It wasn't a good night, man. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm, now when I look back at that, I'm, I'm kind of proud of myself for doing that. And even though I, I wanted to, to go out, so I did it, even though I, I did it by myself. So I think it was brave, but it didn't feel well, good. It, it was, man. I mean, straight up, I take my hat off because not every kid would do that. Because, you know, every kid there, oh, I'm not going to do it. And you said, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. So that's, that's pretty amazing, man. That's pretty amazing. So, so, yeah, I didn't have any friends. Everybody was drinking yeah. and, and partying. I didn't do that. I had my karate. Every Saturday, we had like a local store. After the karate, I went there and bought some chips and chocolate because I've yeah. trained all week and then okay. watched movies by myself. My sister yeah. was three years older, so she was always out. Yeah. And uh, I kind of worked on on myself with the martial arts and mm. uh, when i was 15 i started competing and uh, yeah i i started actually pretty late because i i've trained karate since i was six but i never went to a tournament okay uh, so i i started competing and and just to kind of give you an idea of my how bad my mindset was i went to my first tournament in in stockholm and i actually won that tournament and uh I went there by myself. My father had a, we had a family friend who went with me to that competition. And that was kind of the biggest tournament in, in the Nordic region. Yeah. And I won that. And when I, when I returned to the airport uh, in my small town of Hamstad, uh, my parents came with flowers and I didn't want to take them. I didn't want to take them because wow. I felt, I said to my, for myself, I was like, it was only five people in my division and I, I, I don't deserve this. That's how bad my mindset was. So even when I was winning, I felt like I sucked. Man, shit. That's, that's, I'm glad that you admit it, man. You're helping a lot of people just by the fact that you're telling this story, man. That's amazing. And how many people are doing the same, right? That they're winning in their own way, but they cannot see it. They focus on the negative. So... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but also before I forget about this, man, can you imagine how many people have problems of, of identity, identity crisis and all of this stuff, simply because their parents or their grandparents said the same thing? And I know they love you, right? Your grandparent, he loved you and he loves you, but man, it, it, it amazes me how deep the wounds, sometimes they, they go and we are not even aware of them. But what, what amazes me the most is that even through all of that, I don't even want to call it negativity, all of, through all of that bullshit, whatever that is happening, what was happening to you, you still, came, you still came through. And you're here, man. And you're in LA. You're living the dream. So please continue yeah. with your story. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what I want to say to that is that, you know, if somebody tells you something that you don't agree with or that, or that really hurts you, Mm -hmm. ask them like try to get the courage to ask like what do you mean mm -hmm. or or tell a friend because a misunderstanding can last for a lifetime right Shit. now my grandfather is dead and, and if i would have asked him like why did you say that he was like he would probably say like hey i didn't even think of it like we were sitting yeah. there like it was nothing but for me it was it 
it really hurt me. And yeah. I know there's so many stories of what people have said that is, it doesn't really mean a thing, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's amazing, man. That's a great perspective on life. Yeah. You know, ask them, you know, have the ask balls. Confer I, I don't know about you, man, but I don't think confrontation is something negative. Would you say that confrontation is something negative? No, I think it's I think it's important to ask how people feel and how they think, but yeah. because that changes everything. You know, a, a lot of times we we not everybody can read thoughts, right? It's very few people yeah. actually that can read other people's thoughts. So, I mean, listen and ask ask questions, even if it's awkward. I know it's hard, but yeah. tell somebody else like what did what did Peter really mean when he said like that I'm fat. Like, did he really mean that? Or was it just a joke, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, after that, uh, I started becoming better at karate. Mm -hmm. Still have this, had this enormous pressure of performing. Mm -hmm. uh, so I won my first tournament. My second tournament, I actually lost. I, I lost big, but it, it was only, it was not that many competitors. So I still placed third. Mm -hmm. And was selected to train with the national team. <laughs> oh, so you actually but, won. <laughs> but that was, now I see that was cool. But my, my mindset then was like, hey, I lost really big and I'm going to go to train with the national team. So I've, I, I still went and I, I, it was, I'm glad I went. But yeah. in my mind, I still felt like a loser. And, and so many people are doing great things, but they're still feeling like they're losers. What do you think is that? What do you think is happening over there, man? Like, if you can put it in, 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 in a few words, I mean, I know I have my thoughts on it, but I want to know, I want to know what, what do you think on that? We are too hard on ourselves. That's, that's the thing. You know, we're, we're thinking that everything has to line. Who cares? You know, if you win something, even if it's two people, who cares? It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter how, we don't have to make everything perfect, you know, that you have to be the best in the world or win everything and don't lose a point or have be the sexiest guy and the girl, like whatever that means. Yeah. Celebrate the small wins. And that's something that I learned along the way. And I mean, everything shifted for me when I, I became a national champion. Oh, there it is. <laughs> the gold book. Yeah. Uh, and man, I became a national champion and, um, when I was 18, and that's also an interesting story because I won the semifinal, and in the other semifinal, the guy that was supposed to fight in the final was injured and wasn't allowed to fight. So I became a national champion without doing the final. And again, yeah. what does that do to a guy like me? <laughs> it makes him feel fucking worthless. Yeah. So, so that that happened to me. I was like, shit, I'm a fraud. I, I'm I'm best I'm the best guy in Sweden and I didn't even fight in the final. But honestly, like who really cares? If you go to the scores right now, 2003 or whatever it was, I'm gonna be number one. Nobody nobody's gonna remember that I didn't fight in the final, but I knew. So that whole year I felt like a fraud. I was training so hard, had so much pressure, and finally it came time for the next national championship. And wow. I, I was like, everything I do that is not winning is losing right now. Yeah. So I won, uh, but I didn't feel like, heck yeah, I'm a champion. I feel like I'm not a fraud. 
Yeah. <laughs> which is the worst thing ever that like you shouldn't have to defend everything and if you don't defend it you're 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 a sucker who cares if i wouldn't have won i could still celebrate that memory from last year yeah yeah so i mean i'm a high achiever i have very high standards for myself but i know my best performances have bec- have come when i am unattached to the outcome boom and how do you become unattached to the outcome and committed to the process? That's what we're talking about now. That's yeah, exactly. Because that's what life is about. Like have, when we're talking about that little kid in Macedonia or in Mexico City who grew up with, 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 without a father, when we talk about those people like, hey, I want to do something with my life. And yeah, you can. But you just have to go do, 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 and don't worry so much about the results. Somebody will pick up on your grit. Something will happen. It's just a matter of time. And and for me, like when did I felt felt that shift? You you know, I I I, a friend of mine gave me the book called The Game. Yeah. Uh, so I know you're, you're into that world. I, I have the book around here. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, I, I want to talk about that too. But yeah. let me say, say something also, man. I think, I think it's what you just said is beautiful, man. I'm, I'm going to fucking make it into a small video and put it every single fucking day <laughs> for people to remember, man. Yeah. Detach yourself from the outcome. God damn. And stop explaining yourself. You just said it. You just said it's beautiful. Why do we grow up thinking that we need to explain ourselves like, oh, okay, yeah, fuck them, fuck that, man. Fucking do it. And then you said something, a third thing that resonated with me so much, which is commit to the process. Commit to the process, man. If you, the more you commit to the process, the result is going to be the one, the, the thing that you want. But because you are focused on working, you know, sharpening your tools, going to training, whatever it is. But I want to talk about the, your karate, the martial arts part. Yeah me being a man growing up without a father figure. I didn't know what the fuck a man was supposed to be like. I had no fucking idea, right? I spent, I'm not even joking, for about more than 20 years searching for that answer. What is a man? What makes a good man? What the fuck does it mean being a man? And uh, I struggled a lot because of that, right? But later on now I can see it. There are certain of course, there's certain energy connected to the masculine energy. Yeah. Would you agree that knowing how to defend yourself, man, I don't know if you're a man or a woman, I don't know. I want to know your thoughts. What got you into martial arts and what changed, you know, what, what, what gave you, you know, because of being in the martial arts? Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, my father is my sensei. So he's been like my, my biggest kind of role model. Uh, and and he trained karate so i was always there i didn't want to train but then i i watched the karate kid movie and i'm i said i'm gonna start training now uh, uh, because there's a specific scene in karate kid for people that have watched it when mr miyagi talks to daniel san and he he talks about either you're gonna do this or you're not gonna do this it's like a great walking a grape on the road either you're on the left side or on the right side if you're in the middle you're gonna get squished and that was like, hey, this, is, this really means something. Either I'm doing it or I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, and imagine like just a couple of years earlier, my father tried to get me into karate and I, I stripped 
butt naked and, and threw the karate gi on the floor oh. and just ran out of class. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't want to do that. I just want. I just want. I just wanted to play. But I would say, mm. being a martial artist gives you gives you confidence uh, because you put yourself in difficult situations and you learn how to handle it. Yeah. And and being punched in the face can make any 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 guy uh, humble. <laughs> True that. It makes you. So, it's so frustrating, man. Every time you're training, especially when you're training with people that are better than you, which you have to do it. Oh, you get so frustrated and angry, like you mother, I'll fucking beat you as you but But in a way, it humbles you, right? It's like okay, cool. I'll survive. It. I'll I'll keep training, and then I'll beat your ass. It does because the thing is when you get beaten, you try to like, I'm going to punch you motherfucker. But the thing is you can't do that because when, when, when you see the best martial artist, it's like a flow, right? Yeah, it's not about being aggressive. It's not about putting too much effort. It's about mm-hmm. having, being like water, like Bruce Lee said, mm-hmm. and like seeing the opportunities, which is the same for life, right? Yeah. If, you, if you're calm, if you're focused, if you're relaxed, you can see things. When you are too too stressed out, you only you have that tunnel vision, right? Mm-hmm. And and you want to be in karate and martial arts. We talk about sanshin, and the word sanshin means awareness. Mm. Uh, so if you see like without even knowing it, if I walk into a room, let's say it's a it's a store or a party, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna notice that the people around me. I'm gonna see okay that guy he seem, he's angry today. It's, it looks like he is. He, he might want to fight. So maybe I should stay out of that person. Then I'll see, okay, why is that, why is that girl sad? And then I say, oh, they look, they look like they are having fun over there. And that's something that happens naturally for me right now because mm-hmm. I, I have trained for so long and, and that, that's called awareness. That's beautiful. I remember reading your book and you, in one part of your book, which we can talk about your book. You, you, you've written a book, which is an amazing book. I highly recommend everyone to get your book. It's uh, uh, the goal book, how to achieve your dreams and create a better life. There you go, the goal book. Pretty amazing, man. And I remember you were t- talking about the summarize. You love about something about the summarize and there's a chapter where you talk about, you, you do an, ex- uh, an example out of the summarize. I remember me growing up, trying to find that masculinity I came up with this, the philosophy of Miyamoto Musashi, something like that. Oh, I was like, damn, this, this is the, the thing. And the Bushido code. And I realized that they, was, they, they were all talking about um, how you do one thing is how you do everything. How you do anything is how you do everything, right? Yeah. Because before they began to practice with a sword, they needed to practice you know, the chopsticks or how they presented themselves and, and everything. So. I admire that about the samurais that they they were always like clean and and they were there was a protocol for everything and that got reflected into their into their martial arts as well. So that's the way that I see the the, the, the martial arts. That's what it gave me at least. I don't know what you think about that. Man. <laughs> no, I I totally agree. Like being a martial art has given me everything. Like like you saw, I was in here three zero zero p.m. exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm very functional. I'm, I'm never late. Like we, in LA, people are always late and they blame traffic. I mean, I'm okay. never late. It's all about how, how much do you value other people's time? Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, so that's kind of like, do you respect other people's time? If you don't respect other people's time, you should probably not hang out or meet with those people because <laughs> then, then they're not valuable to you. True. But if you, if you truly uh, appreciate other people's time, then you should be able to be more, maybe I'm, I'm extreme, right? I'm extreme. That's why I have extreme results in my life. So you, you have to decide that. Like, do you want to be extreme? Then, then you, you'll, you'll reap the benefits of a good life. Or do you want to do as you please? And maybe, maybe you get what you want, maybe not. Because you leave it up to, to the universe. And yeah. I, I believe in the universe, but I also believe in doing the work. Yeah, in commitment, in discipline, in, in the process. I don't know where I heard this, but I think... I read it maybe in a place where it's about losing weight. And, and I saw it somewhere. It said, if you're not obsessed, you're not going to make it. And I think it, it was also with G, uh, Grant, Grant Cardone. I think also he said it's one time I was watching one of his videos talking about income. And if you're, if you're not obsessed, you're not going to fucking make it. If you're not obsessed with something, might as well don't fucking do it. So I, that, that's what I got from, from, from what you, you just said right now, man. Now I want to talk about the, the something that you wrote in your in your book, which is man, it's fucking amazing, and I don't see enough people talking about it, and that's part of my mission as well to bring that that level of awareness onto people, which is the chapter that talks about balance, right? You talk about balance, and I love that because some people just focus. I mean, they achieve a certain level of success in one area, and they just focus on that, and they lose track on on life itself. Right? Their relationships are shitty as fuck, yet they are super rich and famous. And then you see them miserable. They commit suicide. Even. How many times we've seen this in Hollywood, right? People that supposedly they have everything, they commit suicide. Well, then people that have beautiful relationships, they're broke as fuck, <laughs> which is really disgusting as well. So I don't see enough people talking about the balance or the people that they talk about it. They don't know what the fuck they're saying, right? They're just, you know, just the, their opinion, maybe violence, like the hippies and all that. I want to know your thoughts on that. I want you to expand this idea of balance when it comes to you and how you explain it in your book, man. Yeah, I mean, so, so the whole reason I wrote the book was to, to, to talk about, I, I, I didn't find a book uh, that showed you to have a balance of goals in the different areas of life. And I talk about money. I talk about personal goals. I talk about your career. I talk about your social goals. And I, and I talk about, which is the fifth one now, um, uh, health, your health goals. Health, money, personal, relationship, social. So yeah. I think all those things are super important. And you, you can't honestly call yourself successful if you are only only have a good career and you're you're by yourself or if you have the the best body in the world but you can't even pay your bills uh yeah. which is that's good too but i mean you you got to find some type of balance if you're not healthy and you you're drinking every night and then you have this amazing career or or whatever it is like there's there, you have to find a balance in life and yeah. it's hard like I mean, Oprah even said that you can have everything, just not all at once. <laughs> yeah, true that, yeah, yeah. Which, which is, life comes in seasons. If you're building a business, you might have to focus a little bit more on that. Maybe you train a little bit less, 
but you still take care of yourself. Yeah. Maybe you spend a little bit less time with your family, but you still spend time with your family. You're not cutting them off completely. Like when I was an athlete, I was focused on the next competition that year, that the world championship or European championship. Mm-hmm. That was everything for me. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be nice to my friends. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to work on my relationships. That doesn't mean that I'm, I'm not going to work at all and become broke. Like, there's, there has to be some type of balance. And, and listen, balance is not easy because if we look at it, there's very few people. How many people can you tell me that has all of that in their life and, 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 and have, have a good balance in career, money, personal goals, which means they have their own hobbies, they're traveling, they're doing amazing things, they have a good health, and, and also they are, they're good socially, can interact with, with any people. Like how, how many people can you say, say that about? Less than this hand, right? Yeah, it's few. And even if we look at the most successful people, even, yeah. even over, it's so difficult. But that's the way of a martial artist. If you want to become a martial artist, that means that you have, when I, I'm a black belt. So when, yeah. I, when I wake up, I'm a black belt. Even though I'm not mm-hmm. trained as much anymore, I'm, I'm not competing my life needs to be lived as a black belt. Otherwise, yeah. I can give that belt away. And that doesn't mean that I, I, I am as good as I was in fighting when I became a world medalist. But what it means is that my mindset is strong. I'm showing up to the world a, as a good human being and I'm, I'm working on finding the balance. Man, that's beautiful. I'm so glad that I brought you to the podcast because... <laughs> We talk about so many similar things, but through your perspective, and it's beautiful. It's rare to find it, man. It's very fucking rare. And I always talk about that. It's about being congruent. You know, in fashion, fashion-wise, for example, you are the lawyer, the successful lawyer with the house, the white picket fence, yeah. everything is as, as it's supposed to be. But then, you know, you don't know, you're not congruent. You go to the fucking, I don't know, the strip club, and you never say it out loud, and you're like, oh, you're you're scared of saying it, or or of showing your true colors and you're only a lawyer when you put on your suit and when you go to the when you show it to the office now i mean you're a lawyer whether, whether you fucking wear a suit or not i'm always talking about congruence which is hard it's super hard like just like you said you're a be- uh, you're a black belt whether either you're wearing it or not you're always 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 a black belt and there's a responsibility that goes along with that that's why i love when i talk about being the best version of ourselves i talk about that but being a black belt in life, spiritually, financially, <laughs> physically, in all aspects of life, and being congruent. But that, you're not gonna lie when it comes to this. If you stop doing that, if you stop performing at that level, you begin to lose it. We can talk about even the, 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 the martial artists. I stopped training in boxing. And I show up the next month, and I'm like, damn, I lost everything that I gained. <laughs> I've been training for about two years, two years and a half. I, I, I stopped showing up for one week. I feel like shit. So yeah. I, that's life and that's what most people don't get. And, and I'm glad that you, you have it. I see it in you, but you are sharing it also, yeah. right? I, that's beautiful also that you're sharing, you, the, the level of success that you have acquired, that's something that I always say too. Maybe you can expand on that a little bit on that because it doesn't matter if you have achieved a certain level of balance. 
which is hard, like you said, it's super hard. And I don't think anyone has ever actually got all of the balance unless it's you're not a destination. Yeah, it's not a destination. <laughs> yeah, no, it's super hard. Sometimes you just like, I mean, we're humans, we're imperfect, we're perfectly imperfect. That's how I say it. And I'm imperfect, but I'm perfect in that way. I'm, I fuck up, I fuck up. And it's a daily process. I'm, I'm battling with myself every, every day. So I, mean, I don't think I, I, I've been drunk and mooned a car outside a club <laughs> called Moon. <Yeah. laughs> is, is, that, is that the behavior of a black belt? Not really. No, not really. Uh, yeah. And I'm owning up to it. I did it. It was owning not. Up. It was not the best decision of my life. I would say, <laughs> but <laughs> we all mess up. But how do we show up after that? Yeah. You know, and 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 that's why I think I I I relate so much to you because you, I think we are on the same. We're talking about the same things, yeah. looking at it from different types of perspective. Yeah. And 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 I mean. How do you show up? I know when I started competing in karate, Pablo, what happened was uh, no, my competitors are, you go to tournaments and there's people from all different clubs and cities and most people, they wouldn't be nice to me or wouldn't notice me because I was a nobody, right? But you're never a nobody in my eyes. Uh, mm. And then there was people that were nice to me. And then when I became good, all of a sudden those people that, didn't even see me now they're my friends right yeah. and they don't remember how they treated me but i remember mm -hmm. and that's why i i can never if i see you like even muhammad ali see, said this if you're treating the the waitress like shit and then sitting and eating with me and treating me like a king i know oh. you're not you're you're not someone that i want to hang out with yeah because yeah. you don't have if you can gain something then you treat me well or if I'm good at something, then you treat me well. But that, that's not the way of, the, of a martial artist or, or a human being I want to hang out with. That's not a successful person in my eyes. That's beautiful. No, that, you said it, man. I think part of being a human being is, is being, being able to, to become an empath, right? To understand emotions, to understand humans, to have a connection with, with each other. Because at the end of the day, we're all coming from the same place and we're all going to the same goddamn place. Whether you believe in God, Jesus, whatever, Buddha, we're going to the same place. We're all headed the same way. If you treat another person or a life form for that matter, that's why I always talk about, you know, not only being vegan or anything. I always do see me hugging trees and shit because I respect life. I don't respect just humans. I respect life as it is. I respect everything that is coming, the sound, the cosmos, because I know that I'm part of it. So if I treat that tree in a bad way, it's like I'm treating myself, a part of myself in a bad way. If I treat you, Peter, like a piece of shit, I'm treating actually myself as a piece of shit. I think that you said it beautifully, man. And I remember yeah. that when, when, when you were on my show, you said like even the sun rises even for the cockroach. And I, you know, I never <laughs> yeah. thought about that, man, but it's true because I always, to be honest, I, I always look down on cockroaches. <laughs> most people do, yeah. But yeah. we're the most resilient sons of bitches though. <laughs> yeah, you gotta admire and, that and, from them. <laughs> so, I mean, thank you for sharing that. It's made me think like, hey, the sun rises for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Part of being an image consultant for me has also taught me that to seek the beauty in everything. There's beauty in everything. There's just the, the, the glass that you choose to look at it. But if you yeah. 
have the right perception, the right perspective, if you enhance it, you see that everything has beauty or the things that matter the most have beauty in them. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to talk about, man. I have achieved a level of success. I, I, I've, you know, we're kings in our own kingdom, within our own kingdom. Yeah. And I'm glad that once you reach a certain level, which there's so much left for us to do, right? There's, yeah. The ladder is still there. We can climb more and more and more and we will. But now we can acknowledge each other and not being like, oh, he's my competition and that. So I want to touch about that. The first thing that I want you to talk about. And then the next thing is sharing. I see so many people that reach a certain level of success and they're so, I don't know the word in English, like they're, they're greedy. They don't want to share it because they think in their mind they're, they're not abundant, right? There's, they have a scarcity mentality. If I share uh, an advice, then he's going to take away all of my business. So these two things, man, that you reach a certain level and instead of watching everyone as a competition, you're like, hey, let's collaborate. We can do something together, right? We're gods, we're kings, whatever. And then also sharing that power or that level of success, that awareness, that knowledge that you have accomplished, man. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so important because Maya Angelou said this, I come as one, mm -hmm. but I stand as 10,000. And yeah. when, when I heard that, I, I was like, that's really true because we're talking about being self-made. I did this. I became a world medalist. I, truth of the matter is, no, you didn't. It was a completion of many different people and events in your life. Mm -hmm. And never forget that. Even your haters help you. Even that coach that you hate right now maybe taught you one thing and now, now you don't want to acknowledge him because he, he didn't give you that opportunity that you wanted. So we, we have to acknowledge that everything that happens to us or happens for us, however you want to call it, is a way and a lesson. So when I look at continuity to give as much away as possible, I can't win by stepping on somebody else. I believe that we all can win in our own way because we all want different things. Nobody wants the exact same thing and nobody has the exact same story. So there's a way for us all to win. And I want to be part of giving. And I know we, I've had a lot of, we've arranged a lot of karate camps in, in Sweden where we invited some of the best fighters in the world and they shared all their tools, man. I, I was amazed. And then you look at people like my theory is if you're the best, you ha don't have fear of yeah. competition because you know, that's going to make you better. It's abundance thinking. If yeah. you're like from number two to eight, something like that in any given field or three or five to 11, whatever it is, you are sometimes you think you're the best and you think you can become the best by doing bad things and hold on to things and keep secrets. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. If you truly are the best version of yourself, you're not afraid of competition. You, you, you embrace it. Yeah. You, yeah. You actually invite it because yeah. then you get too, it makes too, you better, right? Yeah. You get too comfortable and then you're, you fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true, man. That's, that's beautiful, man. It's amazing. Now, something else that I want to talk about is, 
how do you keep yourself right now in balance talking about balance or how do you keep yourself focused and and also uh, you keep what's the word uh, not focused but uh, you you're still making things happen i forgot the word for it <laughs> yeah almost like right being now a doer yeah yeah like being a doer right now in the times of crisis that we're you know living and with the economy that it's about to go down to the shed hole you know everything is, how do you keep yourself you know healthy and and, and yeah. productive that's the word productive <laughs> productive focused productive, yeah. inspired i mean pablo for me i'm a fighter so i thrive in these situations yeah. i've i've been an underdog all my life mm. uh, so for me this is just I love being, being the only one in the gym. You know, I love working when I know people are not working, they're home watching Netflix. Yeah. Uh, that, for some reason, that gives me confidence. I don't know if it's weird, but I, I, I always wanted to do my own thing and go my own way. And I, I, I'm, I'm just excited to do things that other people aren't. Yeah, it, it's not weird, you know? I'm glad that you, that you mentioned it because... <laughs> I mean, I know there's a lot of people dying and it's pretty fucked up, whatever. But the way that I see it, man, I'm like, damn, there's a crisis. Let's bring the baby. I'm actually kind of glad that everything is shutting down because I'm like, yes, I know that I can overcome this. I know that I'm going to grow after this. And I, I know that, you know, every time there's a crisis, how come there's people that make themselves uh, billionaires or how come they're, they, they, they take this, chance they, they succeed out of something that is supposed to be bad they turn it into into something positive how come is that possible so i look at these things and i'm like damn now is the time to do it even more you know now is the time to work out more to hustle more to look at opportunities even more because dude i don't know if it happened to you but everything all of the events that i had back here back here home they get canceled my gym of course is closed so i'm like damn motherfucker I want to do something, you know, being an image consultant, I go do personal shopping. People are like, oh, no, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm like, oh, mother. Yeah. So this inspires me, man. So I wanted, to, I wanted to know if you were inspired by this as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's day by day, hour by hour, right? So I would be lying if I said if it, it doesn't get to me. It does get to me, but yeah. it comes back to, to being grateful. Like, this is... The COVID-19 does not discriminate, right? It doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, black, white, homosexual, yeah. it does not discriminate. Mm -hmm. And this is what we, before, like there's always been crisis going on in the world. There's always war. There yeah. are people that have, have not, they're in a war, they're sick, they don't have water. Somebody's shooting at their tent that is their home. They have a kid, you know, it's, we're in our homes and we, we are out of toilet paper and we, we have this fear of being sick, which is real, right? But truth of the matter is any day, anytime you walk out, you can die. And, and that's why I'm trying to, I try to go back to how does this, what does the samurai do? If we look at the old samurai and martial artists, they wake up in the morning, they shave, they look good. I wish I could cut my hair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> man, look at me, look at my hair. <laughs> Shit, I know. 
but this and and they kiss their family and say i love you and then they go to battle why do they do that because they're they don't know if they're going to come back at night so i try to live that life you know one day one lifetime and 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 that's what it is you know we don't we don't know about tomorrow nothing has changed like okay this is real i get it it hits us all and we're fucked by the media and it is dangerous, but there's always going to be something. Always. No matter what, there's always going to be something. And one day when you wake up, it's going to be the last day. We don't know which one, but someday yeah. is going to be the last day of your life, right? That and what have you been doing yeah, with what the have time that doing? has been given to you? I always say that also to people. What if this is the last day of the, that you're alive? What if this was the last day, the last fucking day? Would you be doing what you're doing right now? Shit, and if the answer is no, then you gotta change something about your life, man. <laughs> I know beautiful. my father says, li "Live for today, but also prepare for the future." Yeah, so there's cool. there's a balance there. Like live for the day, enjoy life, go after what you want, yeah. but also prepare for the future because most likely you're not gonna die today. So yeah. find that balance in your life because if you yeah. only live for today, some people are doing that. You have a you have fun. Are you going to wake up one day and say, hey, I had potential? Yeah. I see that every day, man. People are still asking me, are you, are you still training karate? It's like asking, do you, do you take a shit in the morning? You know, it's, it's part of life. If you, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, anything. like they yeah. say. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's about, more about being present, right? More about being aware in the, in the, in the present moment. What the fuck are you doing? A lot of people I know that they're like zombies. And then the first crisis in quotes happens and they're like, oh my God, they're like, bitch, you were a nobody prior coronavirus and you're still going to be a nobody be, uh, after coronavirus if you keep thinking that way, right? And if you, especially if you guys keep listening to the media, which is exactly why I talk about in the fashion matrix, get outside of the fucking matrix. You guys know that these motherfucking media they're just manipulating us, man. They're just manipulating us for the benefit of certain certain people, certain companies, and and you have to think on your of your own. Think on your own. I'm sorry. Think on your own. Experience life on your own, right? That that's how I see it, and that's how I see you living as well. Because I know that you interview a lot of successful people, which also I want to talk about that. How did you come up with that idea of interviewing with the I Love Success podcast people that are on top of the top of the top? It's, um, uh, shit, I forgot what I was saying, man. <laughs> how, how I was, this, how I started the podcast and how I, I wanted no, but to. I, I was talking about something before that, but anyway, let's talk about that, man. Let's talk. It it's will come up. It'll come back. It's, it's Friday yeah, afternoon. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll come up. Uh, yeah, I mean. I think I've been sipping too much. <laughs> oh, it's out of whiskey. <laughs> I got to pour myself some. Uh, yeah, I mean, I. I listened to a guy uh, called Brian Rose who has a show called London Real. Oh yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So so I always I, I enjoyed listening to his conversations and, and I was like, I want to do that. I want to sit and talk to people. And that's how I got started. And then like I'm I've done 180 episodes now. And uh, it's changed my life because I get the chance, just like you, to download. A, a person's experience and and ask them right-handed it, it's mm -hmm. it's almost like you know i i want i was i love books i've written books just like you uh, and i was in macedonia on vacation and i went to to a bookstore 
and I saw this guy picking up like books from everywhere. And he went to the cash rate register and bought like 50 books or something. Wow. And I was like, does he work in a library or like, what's going on? So I asked him like, why are you buying so many books? And he's like, what do you mean? Every one of these books, someone has dedicated a life to specific knowledge and put it in a book. I can read this in a couple of days and get 10 years of knowledge. Why yeah. don't you buy more books? Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's, that's so right. true. Like that's, that's something that I want to do. So I read a lot and I want to meet people in person because something happens when you connect, just like we connected, you know, it's like you, you get to feel that energy and kind of learn from like what, what, what did Pablo do with his life? How did he change? Like you could, like people know your story. You, you could have been dead now, right? Yeah. And now you're doing, yeah. now you're doing great things. You change your perspective to something positive. I could still have, you know, you saw my speech. I could still be in that chubby kid, like uh, no family, no nothing. Now I have the, the most lovely girl in the world, and I've created a good life for myself. Still growing, still learning, but it's because of the. work right i'm having i'm experiencing a little bit of a lag yeah what fuck oh there you go there you go okay perfect yeah there you go stupid zoom stupid fucking <laughs> mexico city god damn it no, it was good it's good it happens yeah i remember what i was saying man yeah that is or what i wanted to say is that people that are outside of the matrix and you are one of those people that are outside of the matrix because you experience what you what you talk i mean you walk your talk and this is this is difficult to see because now because of social media we're less connected even though we're more connected right yeah everyone is doing their podcast everyone is doing their books now everyone is doing, but not a lot of people are genuine like you are man. and this is something that i appreciate about you and the people that you interview there i mean that's why you're interviewing them man because they they have something that you see in them so it's pretty fucking amazing that that uh, becoming a person of your own experience, meaning you don't take anybody's word. You're like, okay, Pablo, you, whatever, you, whatever the fuck you're saying is beautiful, but let me put it to the test. And then you see that genuine, and, and it's, uh, to the way that I see it, I mean, it's like a muscle that you develop, and then you see, that's why you and I connected, probably. Because yeah. we saw each other, and we're like, okay, this is a genuine motherfucker. I can vibe with him. We can, we have a sense of, we, we, I don't know if that happens to you also, but we have a smell for people that are, ah, man, you're full of shit, you know, yeah. fuck out of here. And also something that you just touch upon, which is books. I love books as well. That's one of the main reasons why I wanted to write books. But now people that maybe they, you know, people, they have a bunch of fucking excuses. Oh, I, I, I'm not about reading books. I don't like reading books. Well, there's YouTube, there's fucking podcasts. There's so many different tools right now to get outside of that matrix yeah. and become like you are a successful person in your own in your own experience. There's so many different tools right now. So for people that are listening to us and listening to you, what would you give them, man? Like some some piece of advice, maybe that okay. There's people that have that. Have, what 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 are some of the rituals that you do? What are some of the steps that you can give away so that people kind of like. 
get a vibe and get a sense of, oh, okay, so I'm going to start reading books. Okay, I'm going to start listening to more podcasts. I'm going to start listening for sure. Go listen to your podcast, the Love Success Podcast. Okay, what else? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I just want to say it's, it's okay to feel lost. It's okay mm-hmm. to feel that you, you are not good at anything. Mm-hmm. And it, it's okay to be afraid to start mm-hmm. because I felt all of that. And I mean, now when I meet people, it's like, oh, hey, you're a world medalist. You're that. But, you know, in my, in my mind, I'm just that shy little kid, you know? Yeah. It's, and you are too. Like, I mean, not you specifically, but people listening yeah. to this, you might be in that situation. It's okay because you are not your performance. You're not. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing to do things. And I think you should. But start small. Like, don't go through life just... I meet, I see so many people and it's not, not only girls, but sometimes there's, it might be, I don't want to generalize, but a lot of times maybe it's a little bit more girls that they, they go into a relationship and their whole life is to be a girlfriend or a wife. It's nothing wrong with that, but you got to have your own interest. You got to yeah. know. Like, you got to know what you stand for. Like, wh- what do I like? What, what taste do I like? Do I, do I like hamburger or am I a, a vegan? Do, yeah. I, do, I, do I like martial arts or do I like reading books? Mm-hmm. Like, explore that in your life. And how can you explore it if you never tried it? No, I don't like traveling. Where the fuck did you go? You never traveled and you say you don't like traveling or you went to one trip? Yeah. Or like, oh, I don't like reading books. How can you not like reading books if you never read a fucking book? Like, it's, it's a, something you train. Like, who, broccoli, who likes broccoli, for example? There's some people that fucking love broccoli, but I don't think they started with loving broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, 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 gotta, you gotta explore life, you, you know? know? And I, I'm the same. Sometimes, like, I'm trying to open up. Sometimes I say no to things, and then someone asks, why don't you want to do that? And I don't have a good answer because I've, I have an idea that is not good for me. But if you're not open to learning new things, how, how, can, you, how can you explore life? So I would say, like, don't listen to podcasts just to listen to podcasts or don't read a book just to read a book, but find something that you, you might think is interesting to you. Look at things that you, you did when you were, a kid, maybe. This is something that I like. For example, there's a lot of people that I meet that had amazing hobbies, you know, and, that, and I hear them say, yeah, I could have went pro. I, I could have become a pro soccer player, but I stopped. Or yeah. I could have done this and I stopped. And yeah, I, I get that. And it's not, it's not a good feeling, but you can start now. And if you, yeah. if you wanted to become a soccer pro and you quit for some reason because maybe your grandfather told you that you sucked or whatever it might be, yeah. it's okay. And if you're too old to become a player, become a coach. Surround yourself with things that you like. And uh, don't, 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 be, don't be discouraged of the things that happened in your past because mm-hmm. you can change. Everybody can change. That's beautiful. Yeah, Every, and I think... Even the, I mean, I think change is inevitable. We're changing whether we like it or not. We're aging, we're changing. I mean, like this fucking beach ass COVID, that's a change. Nobody asked for that shit, but it is a change, right? I think transformation is what requires a little bit more 
of, of focus and, and dedication, right? Where you transform and you, anybody can transform themselves. I, I love that you say that. And also the fact that you brought the idea and, the, and the, 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 this whole thing that we are made out of layers, right? You're not, you know, just because I'm this, you know, I'm a Mexican, I can't talk with a fucking Macedonian. I'm a Mexican, I'm only hanging out with Latin Americans. Who the fuck said that? These preconceived ideas, I love that you mentioned that, man, because this is part of, a big chunk of my work is that, you know, messing up with the reality of people. Like, you think this is real? Who the fuck told you this is real? Nothing is real. You choose your own fucking reality, or better yet, you create, you work upon your own reality, right? You have to work on that shit, and then you experience life, a successful life, a balanced life, whatever that means to you. To give you an example, successful for me would be now going to the fucking forest, living on my own. That that's success to me, man. Fuck everyone. I'm just gonna that's go to awesome. the forest. <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, so to begin to wrap it up a little bit on this, what are your hobbies, man? What are the things that you love doing the most? Uh, as an example I just gave you, I love uh, we know that you're a martial artist. I don't know, I wouldn't say that that's a hobby, of course, but you are no longer uh uh, uh, like a professional, right? Or, or do you still I'm not a competitor? Any? No, I don't okay, compete cool. anymore. So, what are some of the things that you do, you know, as a hobby? I love drinking coffee. So oh shit! <laughs> that's something that I really love, uh, and I love the process of going to a coffee shop when they when when they know my name. Even yeah. if I'm on vacation, I like to go to the first day to one place. I give them a great tip because yeah. I, I love that feeling of getting to know new people in a yeah. coffee shop. So I have a whole bunch of different sh coffee shops I go to. I love the process. I talk to people or I grab my coffee and go down to the beach. Um, I love that. I love thinking about my life when I have a cup of coffee. And, and, and that, that's kind of one of my favorite hobbies in the world. So you're like a, like a coffee connoisseur then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I drink very different variations of coffee and it doesn't have to be anything expensive. The most important thing is they, that they make it yeah. with care, with love. Yeah. Because if you look at, like, I'm a karate guy. So yeah. karate guys, if you look at the masters, even if they pour tea, they'll do it like a karate guy. Yeah. which means they would make it beautiful, not sloppy, you know? Yeah. So I hate when somebody pours a coffee and throws it here at you me, you know, here you go. Or if it's cold, that pisses yeah. me off because I like the process, you know, hey, okay. this is something beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, with my whole life, you know, even if, if, if someone does something nice and just throw it at me, it's like, I don't see the value then. Yeah, if, I mean, even if you are the best coffee shop in quotes, with the best fucking barista or whatever, but if he does it in a sloppy way, it'll be like, fuck you and fuck your coffee, right? I love yeah. that. It, it ties down with what we said, uh, how you do anything is how you do everything. It's yeah. that warrior's code. I, I identify myself as a warrior. I don't know if I told you this, yeah. but I identify myself as a spiritual warrior. I think yeah. I even put it on my goddamn Instagram or something like that. I love that. I love the warrior's mentality, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, what books are you reading right now, man? Uh, so I'm reading, it's a book called Shift. It's mm -hmm. about uh, when things are changing in the real estate world. Okay. Uh, cool. And I'm also reading a book called, I don't know if you can see it here. It's called Sapiens. Sapiens. I don't know if you can see it with the virtual background. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a brief history of humankind. 
uh, it's a history book. I hate reading history books, but supposedly <laughs> it's very good. And it's interesting to see how we evolved as human beings. Yeah. So I, I'm committed to, to reading that book, even though it, it, it hasn't stuck on me. I love reading self-development books as yeah, that's cool. kind of more, more, my, more my jam, but that's, that's what I'm reading right now. That's beautiful. I mean, and the last thing that I always like to ask, I know it's kind of weird, kind of random uh, question, but what is the most beautiful experience you have, you have had within your life? If you can think of one, because probably there's more than one, but if you could, maybe this is the, your last day, if you go back to the most beautiful experience in your life. It was when I met, uh, met Lily, uh, the girl of my life. Wow, uh, beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's been uh, I mean, the whole experience with her has been beautiful. And I would give, like, I've done a lot of things in my life, but being with somebody that you truly love, uh, that, that changes everything. And especially for a guy like me who had a really hard time with relationships and becoming confident in, like, someone is with you because they truly loves you and you have become an amazing human being. That's something that that is beautiful. And I mean, we don't need each other in our lives, but we want each other in our lives. And I think that's a big difference. That's beautiful, man. You don't need each other yet. You choose to be with each other. That's, that's a whole different level in our relationship. And Hey, for those guys that are there, cause you and I were in Topeka, I don't hear you motherfuckers right now when the self-isolation, Oh, it's, I'm so glad that I'm a fucking single man, right? You, you can go and pick up right now. Can't you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, I think as a, like we are hunters, right? As yeah. men, if you want to talk about that. So that's, so you want to feel like, I always want to feel that I am attractive to, 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 yeah. to, to opposite sex. That's, that's a huge part of my well-being, right? Being yeah. attractive. Yeah, that's part of feeling like a man. And also if you are, a, if you like picking up girls and, and, and sleeping around, do that, but remember, there's there's a due date to everything in life, yeah. and you don't want to be that guy in the corner that is still single. And what have you done? You never given anything to anybody in relationships. You don't want to be that person. Yeah. And the same, I was a martial artist. I decided to stop competing very very early when I was 27. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be that guy that are 35 and got beaten from an 18 year old and and still don't have any money or like the only thing I'm living on is my old experiences. I didn't want that. You need to, whatever you do in life, my philosophy is go all in, but you got to know when it's time to pull out and go to a different direction. Yeah. And evolve. Just like you said with the book, it's, it's evolution. There's a time you and I were both into, into, into pickup. I enjoy it. I grew like a motherfucker because of it. But now I have my woman and uh, it's amazing when you find that level of connection that it's rare, it's very rare, just like we were saying. It's very rare when you find someone that you can really see them for what they are, not what they say they are. And you don't need them, yet you choose to be with them. And it could be a man, a woman, a friend, relationships. Very, it's very difficult to find these close relationships where you can, you see the energy within them, if that makes sense. You connect with them on a deeper level. It's hard. It's very hard to find. And when you find it, it's, it's beautiful. It's the most beautiful experience. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it is hard. And, and, and what I want to say on that, like there's some people say, I don't have any friends. I'm not in good relationships. Like 
ask yourself, how much have you given to other people? You can't wait for someone else to, to be that person if you're not. Like, it, just ask yourself, how many people would you take a bullet for? And then if, if it's no one, then ex- don't, don't fucking expect that another person is going to take the bullet for you. Yeah. It, it, you got to start with yourself first. Like, how much can I give? And then maybe you'll receive. There's no guarantee, but maybe. Yeah, I approach my relationships in the same way, man. How much I can, or I mean, I'll give before I ask. I'm never gonna ask anything of you or my friends or an oh, Can you can you give me this? Fuck that! I'll give and give and give. And even if you don't give anything back, I'm still gonna feel good. I'm like shit. I, I it came from my heart. For example, that time that I asked you, I I remembered you. I was I remember I was on the balcony. I was like, man, that guy is fucking cool. I, I wonder how is he doing in his life. So that's why I. I remember I sent you a text. I'm like, hey, how are you, man? Or a voicemail, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I truly appreciate that. That that made me so happy. And I mean, now, especially nowadays, when we are at home more, like we, we realize that, hey, maybe we need to connect more with the people we care about yeah. and, and actually give them some time. And And, you know, if you have those old friends that you, for some reason, you're not connecting with them and you want to reach out, you know, just say, Hey, I'm sorry. I haven't reached out. I've been super busy. No excuse, but I mean, I care about you. And that's, that's something that I'm working on. I'm some, if it goes too long and I don't hear from a person, a lot of times I'm not the person taking contact with them again. And I feel bad for that. I want to become better at that, you know, because not everybody, not everybody's going to, not all my friends, we're not going to vibe like you and me, Pablo. I have friends that I'm not vibing as much with, but I still care about them. And it's, as you said, layers, it's fine. You can't just have best friends. There's always going to be layers, but you still care about them. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And it's fine. I mean, we get it. It's fucking life. You know, sometimes we don't fucking talk. I mean, if we don't do it even with our own family, Sometimes I forget to talk to, to my to my mom. Like, oh shit, I gotta talk to my mom. Hey, how are you? <laughs> so it happens, right? Life happens. We 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 get it. But something as simple as a text, I know it can make a whole difference. Just like, hey, how are you, man? But genuinely, not just like, hey, Peter, I need a paper or some shit like that, right? Because I know this on the opposite side. I don't know if you ever gotten this, man. The people that every time they want something from you, they text you. Like, hey, what's going on? And you're really like, okay, man, tell me what the fuck you want. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, know. I know. There's a difference. There's a difference between being genuine. It's a, di- it's a huge difference. And yeah. I mean, I love helping people. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying helping people as much as I can. But it has to come from a genuine place. I don't like to be taken advantage of. And no, nobody does. So know that no, like, no. if you want to, like, why do people want to come on my show that, that are, that have much bigger audiences that, than me, because they feel that I'm genuine, you know, that's, that's the reason they feel that something that I can give them some, I give them value. I don't ask them for, for yeah. a favor. And uh, I think that's, if you give, 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 you'll receive, receive, receive. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's give, 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 and then you'll, you'll start getting it. So uh, also, man, the, the goal book. I love your book because you give um, exercises. Yeah. And you're like, hey, no, stop. Stop reading, motherfucker. <laughs> stop reading. Do the fucking exercise. You, you actually say that, and it's beautiful. You know. So I highly recommend everyone queuing us or those that watch us, 
get his book? Where, where can they find you? Where can they get the book? So you can get my book on Amazon or you can find me on ilovesuccess.co or just uh, look me up on Instagram, Peter Jumrukovsky. If you Google, my name will come up and then... Yeah, that, that's the easiest way to connect, to connect with, with you. Okay, so uh, if everyone can, you know, for the people that are listening, if they want to connect with you, maybe do something. So that's, that's where they find you, right? Everybody's welcome. I want to hear, hear what your dreams are. I want to hear what your goals are. I want to hear, like, what are you struggling with? Like, how, how do you want to show up in this world? I, I want to hear from you because I love... I love hearing stories uh, and, and see like how, how can I be a part of this in some little way? That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. But anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll put all of your links, of course, so that people can find you as well, man. But anyway, man, thank you. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate your knowledge. I appreciate, I appreciate you, man. Just overall. I really, and you know that I'm saying it from the bottom of my heart. It's pretty fucking The same cool. to you, man. I'm, I'm so, I'm so glad that, uh, Brian introduced us. Shout out to Brian. I mean, yeah. you, Brian Casella, he's amazing. You're amazing. Like, I really like, like, I don't know what it is with you, Pablo, but you are doing, you're doing great things and it truly comes from the heart. So any way I can support, uh, let me know. I'm, I'm just, uh, you're a friend for life. And uh, I, I don't say, I don't say that lightly. And yeah. it, it's crazy because we only met three or four times uh, but it, I don't know why but it, you feel like you feel like a brother to me so yeah. thank you for everything yeah it's likewise man you're you have a friend of me and every, anytime you want to come to Mexico City come on you have your you, you have your casa right here brother uh, I love it I'll take you <laughs> awesome. up on that when this when we can we can fly again I would love yeah. to go to Mexico come City on. I want to go back to fucking LA and get a fucking yeah. cup of coffee with you man shit <laughs> yeah we're going to do that soon <laughs> yeah okay man awesome thank you so thank you everyone for listening to the Passion Matrix Passion Matrix podcast remember you can find it on all major platforms uh, Google Play, fucking iTunes, fucking uh, Spotify, everywhere, all right? I am Pablo Rivera Espinosa de los Monteros. You can find me at Pablo Mentor in Instagram and all over the place. Remember to go visit stylesystems.net if you want to have your image worked upon. Any type of image, whether it's a product image, whether it's a interior design, whether it's a fashion advertising, anything that has to do with image, we got you, all right? Thank you again, brother. I really appreciate your time. And... Uh, I'll hear from you pretty soon. Thank you. All right, awesome.